Hello everyone, this is Cheryl Mujal and welcome to My Care Advisors. In this episode, Navigating the Family Caregiver Role in Assisted Living, we are joined by Alicia Campolito. She's a Senior Care Advisor and Vice President of Care Patrol of Bellevue Eastside. Well, welcome Alicia. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm excited to be here today. So Alicia, can you provide some insights into the vital role of family caregivers and the unique challenges that they face when supporting their older family member, specifically when they're in an assisted living community? Sure. I I do want to recognize for our conversation today, we'll be using the term older adult family members, knowing we all share different experiences with who we're caring for and helping with the community move. But in general, there is going to be some uh, a change more than you think for a caregiver when their older adult family member or friend moves into a community. I think when you're talking to families, it's important to know who all the players are and what roles they have had over the older adult family members' um, experience. And, and they shift during that time. Um, these roles can shift for the caregiver based on their strengths. So maybe someone's providing care or uh, maybe they're better at logistics, Um, maybe the time they have in committing and the resources they have. And remember, you know, they do have these very specific roles for a while, and then suddenly they will change when their older adult family member moves into a community. And we see all the time how families need to pivot after the move versus prior to moving in. So making this transition for everyone can be very emotional, and addressing these concerns in advance as much as you can with the help of the assisted living community staff is super essential. So during this time, a lot of family members have shared there's a tremendous amount of grieving and naturally a sense of relief and a feeling of guilt. So it's kind of all over the place. This process can be a roller coaster ride for a lot of caregivers, and, and many understand that expectations and personal sacrifices may change. And the primary caregiver may need help adjusting to their older's absence or um, living alone at home. Maybe it's a spouse who this is brand new to them. And there are things that you can do to help alleviate these feelings and allow you to embrace your older adult family member's transition into the community. Um, Also, it helps to know going into the transition that there will need to be some adjustments. And I always like to say everyone is like a snowflake. In our communities are like snowflakes. They're all different. Not one of them is going to be a perfect match for the other one. So recognizing the transition into the community will require being a bit nimble. Oh, Alicia, thank you so much for these insights. Such valuable thoughts. I was wondering if you could share some of your experience just from the multifaceted roles that caregivers assume. You started to mention that, especially when it comes to fulfilling those care needs of their older adult residing in assisted living? Well, I first, I'd like to say everyone in every situation is different. Back to the snowflake. Uh, there, there were roles prior to the move that will now potentially transition to the community. Most caregivers are already taking on a, a lot of those roles. Uh, they might be the caregiver or friend, the personal shopper, a realtor, financial planner, power of attorney. I mean, housekeeper, the list just keeps going. So with the move, not a lot of this immediately goes away. I think there's kind of a misnomer that this kind of all can go away when someone transitions. But during the move, these roles can shift to the other friends or family, like we mentioned before. 
And now someone's taking over logistics. And then there is another who's a confidant after the move. And someone might be the ongoing downsizer or realtor. Then there's a financial planner and maybe a personal shopper. Uh, it could just be one person still doing all these things. There is typically a primary caregiver and then other caregivers or stakeholders that are on board addressing your older adult family members' needs. So I often think of the primary caregiver as a conductor of the symphony that are moving the piece along and cueing the players prior to the move and after. And after the move, the players of the symphony or other family members transition into different roles. So when you get to a point where your older adult family member is transitioning into a community, the family members are taking on these roles that they may, not, they, they may not have done it before. It's the first time that they're doing it. There is one important player in the entire symphony that is our, that's our older adult family member, and we have to make sure that we're giving them as much freedom of choice as possible. Um, of course, if memory loss is not impacting their ability to decide, to decide. Um, but going, going through this transition, having them involved is essential. So you are going to have to help all of those stakeholders get on board and address their concerns while at the same time making sure all the feelings are involved and your older adult family member is heard bringing the post-move together, just like a conductor of an orchestra. So as you can imagine, there is a big transition. Uh, the primary caregiver has to take on many roles and it can be overwhelming. And then after the move, there can be some grieving. I really like how you just spoke about being the conductor because it sounds like absolutely there's so many pieces and parts. And even though it the the score may change, right? But they're still helping to make sure that everything moves forward. So I really like that, Alicia. Thank you for helping to lay that picture out. And so I was wondering, what are a few key factors that influence caregiving roles and that level of demand? You've mentioned it, you know, especially when your older adult family members are transitioning to an assisted living community. And because it sounds like everybody is different, like you mentioned. Yes. Everyone is different. And, and as I mentioned, that snowflake. But as your older adult is transitioning into a community, it's important to recognize the adjustments that, that come along with that move. There really is no formula. Isn't that great to hear? But there are typically three areas where these key factors may influence your role as a caregiver. And almost all will rely on the support to help pass the baton on to the next conductor. So those conductors all working together with the assisted living community. So let's break it down. There's one area um, that is pretty weighted, and that's level of care. This is probably and understandably for most of the families the most weighted area. This over time, the the roles here will will change. Um, the role you are playing or coordinating as a primary caregiver, it, that's a well oiled machine. You know all the intricacies of their activities of daily living, and how to maneuver through those care needs. But there will be a learning curve for the team at the assisted living community. So in order for your older adult family member to really adjust, you got to bring them along, um, get used to that care team and how they work. Knowing and understanding their care needs, their medications, their diagnoses, and support with activities of daily living, that will be super helpful. So at this point, you're advocating and you're available for care coordination while supporting the assisted living care team. And it's a hard transition. But if the move for your older adult is critical to that, that's that's important. So if they're moving from hospital or rehabilitation, it will be even more essential to work together. So the second area that always comes up can be fun, but can be overwhelming is home logistics. 
So in a different apartment, everything has a different place. So the light switches are on different walls. This is a common one. The shower handles don't work the same. Uh, the details of the home and, and home routine are new. And we've all moved. We all know that things change as you move from one home to the next. And these are homes that people have lived in for 20, 30, 40 plus years. I have a client right now that's moving from 53 years being in their home. So think, think of your home routine right now and all the ways that you maneuver through the day and night, and you'll quickly realize how it can be a challenge to make these changes and then just layer on care and requiring assistance. And you realize that it's very unnerving and it's very stressful. So it's helpful to bring along key pieces of furniture, pictures, collections. We've all heard this, but not only does it help physically, but it helps emotionally. Um, bringing your favorite functional items to like their favorite blanket. One of my clients had the favorite bookshelf that they wanted. All the books that they knew were on that bookshelf. So try not to buy new things because the items they are currently using will make them feel comfortable. The more they feel comfortable, the more you will feel comfortable transitioning that person into the community. So be patient here. There will be a lot of calls. This is probably the common call. Where is this? Where is that? And concerns that, you know, working with the team, like how do I find someone in the community? So making sure that, that you reach out to them and say, work with the team, that will be really helpful. And we'll talk about that in a second. Such great thoughts about just helping to ease that transition, especially from those personal care items and also things that people love, recognizing from home, and then just recognizing that it's a stressful time, right? And um, so I was just wondering, Alicia, if you could share a few practical tips and strategies that family caregivers may consider in order to effectively adjust, help adjust their older adult loved ones, just you know, transition, nurture those relationships because as that their relationship has changed, and you know, anything else you'd like to share. So I think family caregivers need to know the community is going to be an extension of their team. So make sure you lean into the staff at the community. This is it's going to be challenging because everyone is still getting to know each other, but no one really knows your older adult family member like you. And, and they know that. So any insight you can provide them will be important. Um, I recommend multiple conversations prior to the move and after the move, see if you can get regular updates a certain day of the week, perhaps. And if it's important, if there's a critical move and there's a higher level of care, maybe a daily update. But keep in mind the team is working with multiple people. So when you try to be try to be patient, when you try to reach out to them, they're helping others. So the responses will come, but know that they're there helping your loved one. For a caregiver, transitioning can be worrisome. And so having the best direct lines of communication with the care team will be helpful. Not everyone is at their desk, as you can imagine. So texting or, or phone calls, uh, work, work together to find the best path. And then get to know the community's move-in process. I think this is prepping in advance, you know, kind of getting ahead of that curve because you just don't know what can happen or the emotions that will set in. I think that's really important. So does the community have a checklist for their directors to follow after someone moves in? Do you have a list with the names and the daily tasks each director fulfills at the community? So for instance, if someone has the title health services director, what does that mean? Are they ordering supplies for your olders? Are they coordinating the care? What would one do to get in touch with them? And what do they look like? I've always found that there's a document I see in some communities called, called a who's who of the community listing. And they have their titles 
and they have a little snippet of their daily tasks underneath and they have a picture of the director and that's super helpful. And communities that keep a copy in their new residence apartments and provide a copy to the primary caregiver, they're, they're smart. The primary caregiver can then advocate for their older adult. And, and then when they call and say, who do I call? They get to reach out to this team member and, and know who they're referencing. And then find out how often the initial ongoing support is at the community. Um, you know, is it is it just the first two days or one week? Typically, that's that's not long enough. You know, is there a month-long transition? So work with them. There is kind of a, an industry rule of thumb of 21 days, which is a key time frame where you can start to see someone transitioning well into the community. So just get to know that. And then, um, you know, in addition, embrace some of the other uh, offerings the community has. You know, I recommend requesting an ambassador at the community. There is uh, maybe a resident that matches the personality of your older family member, or perhaps they have the same hobbies or interests or anything that will allow them to make a connection. And they typically help um, the the uh, new older that moved in, the resident, understand the community culture and how things are done in the building, such as when are meals. That's a typical one. How do I get to the dining room? You know, all of those things are important. So having someone or a buddy or a mentor is, is really nice. And then it's also helpful to consider switching to perhaps the community's primary care physician. They have pharmacy services there. That makes the transition a little easier on the caregiver and the staff. Um, it will provide immediate access uh, to the doctor. Um, medical information will be seamless and transitioning that back to the community. And it also removes some appointments from your calendar. As the caregiver, it, it allows the community to manage medications. You, you don't need to go to the pharmacy. All of that's delivered to the community. And then finally, I, I would make sure that your older adult family member knows when you're going to visit next. You know, put it on the calendar, especially in the first month. See, see if you can visit a little more often, but keep the visit short, keep it sweet, and keep it positive. Such great tips and helpful thoughts there, especially... I love getting that visit on the calendar. And that not only helps the older adult family member, I'm sure, but also for the family caregiver. Alicia, I was wondering if you could, I know that you've had to have so many client stories, but just one that kind of sticks out as that inspiring journey of successfully navigating that care transition to assisted living and, you know, just leading to those, that positive outcome. Yeah, I had a client, um, I do have a lot, but I had a client named Dr. Ben who was living at home with his wife and two children. He had Alzheimer's and, um, you know, his primary caregiver, who was his wife, was really embedded in his day in, day out and, and taking care of his uh, daily living. Um, he needed some assisted living care and he had some memory loss. However, he could communicate fairly well. He had moments of depression, but always expressed a lot of gratitude for the life he had lived and the roles he had played. And we could see that his wife was having a very hard time as the primary caregiver and his two children were also caring and they were young um, and they didn't really want their dad to leave home, but they knew that he needed care. And she felt tremendously guilty. She couldn't provide the care he needed and the two sons were certainly going to miss him. So we spent a lot of time getting to know Dr. Ben and how important it was for him to share the success he had with his practice and the love for his family, always expressing that. And he wanted to make sure that he could see them as often as possible. So as a team, we decided to put together um, a job description that would allow him to use some of his service experience to be an emotional sounding board. And his his wife really embraced this. He had a lot of residents that he would check on. He would have a list and he would do morning rounds in the community. 
when his family saw how he had gained a tremendous amount of purpose upon transitioning, a lot of the guilt for his primary caregiver, his wife, washed away. The, the day of the move-in, it um, coincidentally was his wife's birthday. So we ended up treating them to dinner and we um, opened the movie theater just for them. Uh, we also treated her to a spa day. Uh, and the team spent a lot of time engaging and sending pictures of Dr. Ben with the residents in his new position. But I think after he moved in and his wife became more relaxed, she was able to engage in some of the tools of the community. She could spend more time with him being his confidant and his wife. But she also joined the community support group. Um, the kids could come in and see him as often as they wanted to. She built a, she built a really good support network. And when Dr. Ben's family came into the community, he always made a point to treat them to dinner. So his home, you know, his new home became an extension of their home. It, and that certainly helped his wife transition him into the community and help navigate, you know, her needs as well as her children's needs. Oh, my goodness. You just started to make me cry. The whole spa in the the movie theater and just I just having that sense of purpose. I think that just really underscored so much of what you know, I've been hearing what you've mentioned is, th you know, throughout everything in this podcast. So, oh my goodness, thank you for sharing that inspiring story as I collect myself again. Welcome. Yeah, it is a good one. I love that story. Well, I was wondering if you could share some other valuable resources and tools that may be available both for older adults and their family caregivers as they start to navigate the challenges and uncertainties of nubbly aging but as they go into assisted living. Sure. I mean, almost every assisted living community has some sort of support group, and they have educational seminars and resources, not only for the caregivers, but also for the older adults that are moving into the community. So take advantage of those, um, navigate those challenges. And not everyone likes to work with a support group, but I work with many communities, and I know there are advocates, too, that typically family members of the community that They'll have their contact information available and you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them, maybe meet them for coffee or have a phone call. And it's nice to be able to have that phone conversation. It's nice to be able to have someone that you can talk to. So ask the community if they can provide you with that contact. If you don't want to talk to a specific community or person, there are so many resources and I know we'll have some available. Uh, one that I've sent people to to, to just kind of dip into is called uh, caregiveraction.org. Great website. Uh, lots of good information. Open that communication with the family too. So if you have a lot of players in that symphony, other family members, um, open those conversations. You set up times that you can kind of talk together, meet and take notes if you're cross country, get on Zoom. So, so you're all on board. Well, Alicia, it's certainly been a pleasure having you share your insights and stories with our listeners. And as we close this episode, I was wondering if you could share any further thoughts. This transition for a caregiver can be overwhelming, which is kind of an understatement. That The more that you engage with the team, though, at the community, the more you'll get to know each other's communication style and the ability to help fill in any gaps for your older adult. So be patient. There are new relationships, and it will take time, not just days, but weeks, to get to know each other. Make sure you give your older adults a voice to empower them through this transition. So knowing that they have a voice and that they're able to have the tools to be able to make decisions on their behalf will help them transition quicker. And that's going to help you through your emotions during this process. They always tell caregivers after we move into an older, uh, after we move someone in into a community, take time for yourself. 
I recently had one caregiver I had been working with for over a month. We were moving her, her husband into a community. She kept canceling her hair appointments. She had, you know, she had taken, she had to take care of her husband. She had all these needed plans for him, um, but she kept canceling it. So the day after I, I call all of my clients, I, I called her and said, so when is your hair appointment? So give yourself the time you need to take care of yourself and, and don't feel bad about that. It's something that you kind of have to reprogram yourself to do and you're important. Also, I, I think it's important to celebrate your older adult family members move. Sometimes communities will send out note cards. They'll offer to print postcards, like an announcement of family and friends uh, moving into a new community. Often they'll have a reception for them. They'll offer that at the community to celebrate their move in. Do it. Take that time to celebrate. Celebrate this transition, not only for your older adult family member, but for you as well. Well, thank you, Alicia, for sharing your insight and joining our listeners today. To view resources, show notes, and access more My Care Advisors episodes, visit MyCareAdvisors.com. You can also subscribe and listen to our podcast on your favorite app. I leave you with this quote from Mother Teresa. It is not how much you do, but how much love you put into the doing. Choose to be inspired to live the best life every day. Thank you for listening. We are grateful to be your guide.